0: Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au Well, good morning or good afternoon, C3 New Hope. I hope you're having a beautiful morning in your church at home group. Thank you to our wonderful leaders who do a great job hosting and facilitating Today we're going to further look at the book of John. We have started that and I'm going to look at a story in John 4 of the Samaritan woman. Now if you go to our Mount Annan location or you've listened to the podcast, you might think, didn't you preach this on Good Friday? Yes, I did. Um, but today I'm going to look at it from a different angle and there is so much richness and so much goodness that John pulls from this story. So if you want a bit of further study, you can jump on and listen to the podcast I think John does such a wonderful job in this story of portraying the goodness and the mercy and the truth of Jesus, that when we meet him and when we encounter him, our life can be transformed. You know, what I want to speak on today is the breaking of shame. And this Samaritan woman certainly had shame in her life. She was crippled by it. First of all, she was a woman. And in the biblical times of of that era, if you were a woman, you were at the bottom You know, you didn't have much social standing. That's just the way it was. And she was a Samaritan. So she was the remnant of Israel defeat to the Assyrian army, which bumped her down the ladder even further. She had multiple husbands. And I talked about in my Good Friday message the reason why that could have been. You know, a woman of of her class in that time, um, if she wasn't a woman of some kind of beauty or or worthiness, men would not have continued to offer their hand to her in marriage. So perhaps she had a significant issue like infertility in her life. Either way, this woman um, had a cloud of shame all around her. You know, the story goes um, on to tell us that she would go to draw water in the middle of the day you know, in, in Israel in the time or even now in the Middle East, you wouldn't go in the middle of the day to draw water because it is so hot that the laborsome work of, of going down into that well to bring up um, buckets of water would just have been too much. But this woman, and like you and I do, because she was crippled by shame, she stopped living her full and fruitful life and today i want to encourage anyone who's experiencing shame and this could be for any reason maybe you've experienced shame because of something that you've done in your past or your present Or maybe it's something that somebody else has done to you in your past or your present that makes you feel shameful today. But I want to give you hope and I want to give you encouragement today that there is healing for shame, that there is freedom, the brokenness that you feel because of the shame that comes to sit on you. And if you've ever experienced shame, it is weighty, it is heavy, but there is a freedom and there is a lightness that God wants you to carry. You know, for anyone suffering shame today, just like Jesus wanted to meet and encounter that woman at the well, he longs to meet you as well. He longs to encounter you. He longs to bring you to a place where he can speak life. He can speak truth over to to your soul so that you can experience this full and rich life that he has promised Remember, the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy, but Jesus came that you could have life and life to the fullest. So you don't need to live under a cloud of shame. You do not have to live under the weight of shame that when you meet with Jesus, you know, the fascinating thing about this story is that when Jesus spoke to her, he didn't speak all you know, soft and warm and gooey words. He spoke truth into her heart. And sometimes that isn't easy to hear, but it's the truth that sets us free. And whoever the son or the truth sets free is free indeed. So it is my prayer today that you would experience the truth of God's word, that, that the revelation of the truth of God's love for you, of his care for you, of his desire for you to be free from shame, the words of life contained in the Bible, um, that they would resonate with your heart. And just like this lady, this Samaritan woman, once Jesus spoke into the truth into her life, she was set free and she went rejoicing um, and freely back into the city to tell everyone about what Jesus had done. And it's my prayer today that you would experience that same freeing in your soul, like the the shrugging off of all of the weight of shame, whether it's shame that you carry because of yourself or shame that you carry because of other people's actions. God has come to set you free. So let's have a look at some ways that we can um, see shame broken off our lives. The first thing we need to do is renounce shameful ways. In 2 Corinthians 4, 1 to 2, it says this, Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we renounce secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. So now if you're doing things... In your life that you go oh this is actually contrary to the word of god this is not how god wants me to live or i know that i'm weighing myself down with shameful things you know today is the day to renounce those things today is the day to repent and to turn back to god today is the day to repent and allow rivers of living water to cleanse your heart and soul because when we repent when we renounce these shameful and sinful ways, when we turn back to God with repentant and sincere hearts, that's when the healing starts to flow. That's when the shame starts to lift. Number two, we release forgiveness. Now, this is a little bit of a tricky one, but in Matthew 6, 4 to 5, remember we talked about sometimes the word can come and it can feel a little harsh and it can feel a little hard, but when it's God's truth, when he speaks it to us, we can guarantee that even though it might be hard for us to do or undertake, that we will experience healing and freedom when we do it. So Matthew 6, 14 to 15 says this, and when you pray, so the onus is is you going to prayer, going to God saying, these are the issues, this is what so-and-so did to me and I feel such shame about it. When you go to that place of prayer, says, make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you withhold forgiveness from others, your father withholds forgiveness from you. And today I wanna encourage you, I know it's difficult. I know the faults of others can bring such hurt and shame and disappointment to your life. And if that's happened to you, I'm sorry, so sorry that that's happened to you. You know, sometimes we don't treat each other well and that's unfortunately the state of humanity but God asks us when we go to pray to make a conscious decision to forgive the faults of others because the way we forgive others is directly linked to how God can forgive us And it is a process. It's not just a one-off choice of going, okay, I forgive so-and-so for this or that or whatever it may be. Sometimes it is a process. Sometimes the healing takes time. But if you truly want to be free from shame, then you need to release forgiveness to other people. The third thing, we look ahead to all that lies before us. If you've ever experienced shame, you know that it often drags you back into the shadows. It doesn't allow you to lift your head to live your fullest life. But God says about himself that he is the lifter of our heads. So instead of looking back to all the shameful things that we've done, all the shameful things that have happened to us in our lives, we look forward with great hope and great confidence that he knows the plans that he has for us and those plans are to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. In Philippians 3, 12 to 14, it says this, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me to make me his own. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Allow him to lift your head today. Allow him to bring to light the wonderful future that he has for you. Don't let shame any longer drag you back to the shadows. You were born for the light. You were born for a relationship with Jesus. You were born for great and fruitful and prosperous days. So as the you know the writer of Philippians says here, forgetting what is behind, and that's also really difficult. Sometimes it's really hard. You know, you might have forgiven, but you haven't forgotten, as the saying, you know, goes. But this one thing we do, and it says here that you can't depend on your own strength to do it. We should not be self-sufficient people. We should be Christ-sufficient people. In ourselves, it's so hard to rid ourselves of shame because the weight of guilt and sin weighs us down. But for everyone who calls Jesus Saviour, for everyone who acknowledges the power of the cross to save and to heal and to set them free, those people should look ahead to the wonderful thing that Christ has in store. So maybe over the next week, be conscious of it. How much am I looking back? And what can I do to look forward? The last thing today, point number four, is trust in Jesus who frees you and loves you. Believe what he says. Shame will lie to you. It will say you're not worthy. It will say you're not good enough. It will say you don't have what it takes. But when you know Jesus, when you know the truth of what he says about you, you can fully, with a confident heart, Resolve with confidence that he's going to set you free because he loves you and cares about you. In 1 Timothy 1.12 it says, That is why I am suffering as I am, yet this is no cause for shame because I know the, I know whom I have believed and I'm convinced that he's able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. That same passage in the contemporary English version, it says, I know the one I have faith in. I don't need to have shame because I know him. I know the truth of the word. And we have to be fully convinced that the word of God is truth, that what he says about us is truth. And everything else contrary to that is a lie. So we choose truth today, that we do not have to live uh, weighed down and hopeless in guilt and shame But we can live free and victorious because we know the one we have faith in and we know what he says about us, that we are free, that we are made righteous because of the sacrifice of Jesus, that we do not have to be put to shame, but he will um, lift our heads and carry us into victory. So I pray today that as you look at the questions, as you spend time praying for one another, that for anybody experiencing um, shame today, that you would, like the Samaritan woman at the world, that you would walk away knowing that truth has been spoken into your heart, that shame has been lifted off you, that you are free and that you are worthy of his love. He cares about you so deeply. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your time in church at home and we'll speak to you later. Thanks so very much. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.